Fun fact, Schindler's Lifts is much, much, much older than Schindler's List. Not the movie, but the concept and Oscar Schindler and Nazi Germany. <laughs> it's like from like 1850. What? Yes. Oh, man. I mean, I know. Which makes me think that they were like, what are we going to call this uh, list, Oliver? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Point to the wall. <laughs> Folks, welcome to another episode of Hey Brew, the podcast about the kind of stories that you tell in the pub. Each week, one of us brings a story and a beer, and the two are largely, often, somewhat, somewhat related. Uh, my name is Elliot. My name is Mike. Mike, how you going, mate? I'm good. I'm here for all the disclaimers you put on the 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 connectedness of the beer and the story. Yeah, I don't know why I went somewhat twice, but I felt like the first somewhat wasn't enough. Just and dimini- to diminishing, it. Di- diminishing returns at some point. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is pretty true. We are quite mm. vague, but it, uh, people often ask me like, oh, you know, do you, do you have a lot of subscribers? Do you make money on it? I was like, no, this is just a vehicle for me to drink. And research really weird specific stories yeah because normally i just spend hours looking at wikipedia for almost no reason and yeah. instead i'm like no 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 it's research yeah yeah exactly it's great which is largely how this one came together phenomenal i'm leaving that in yeah sick you can't <laughs> stop me um well you know that is i i feel like you're probably like me and one of those people that gets into wikipedia holes and has lots of random knowledge about stuff that Yes. Why sort of thing. Yes, yeah. I do. And then and then I go do like a trivia night somewhere and some question will come up and literally everyone in the group is like, how the fuck do you know that? And I cannot answer them. Yeah. Because I don't remember. I just know I read it somewhere. Yeah, it's fucking rad. I love but that. But that's, you know, going to pub trivia in, the, in your 30s is you've just read enough stuff to be kind of useful. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess this is what our parents did, but with books. Yeah. I still have some. <laughs> some books. They're right here. Oh, look. That is... One, there's a few, two, three. There's a lot. I'm actually going to count them. He's got quite a few books. He made yeah. that. Re- oh, I've still got some as if like they're relics, and you might. I, I know around here somewhere, <laughs> just under under all the beer, <laughs> you just blow <laughs> blow the dust and cans off them. Yeah, pretty much. Speaking of which, I have a little bit of news before we get into beer news, sort of, which okay. is that yesterday I was in the pub as usual, and we got into the topic of. Um, personalized reg plates uh-huh hobsy bought one on a whim when last night oh no he bought the reg plate pints <laughs> how was that not taken <laughs> how much did it cost uh, enough i don't think it's, it, i don't are, think it's are they, to talk about the cost on here but. no are they an annual expense or just a one-off oh, it's a one-off okay because yeah. i wasn't sure if it was like you have to pay a premium just to have a dumb license plate it's a one-off premium. Oh, my God. But it's awesome because he's going to put it on his 370Z, which is already probably a bit of a cop magnet. Yeah. Imagine then having pints on there as well. Yeah. I said he should just carry, like, some A2 milk around at all time and just like, put them stuff in him. He's just, like, there chugging it. <laughs> like, Can I help you off? I'm just getting my calcium. Because <laughs> I like pints yeah. of milk. Yes. Or um, just pints of ice cream. It's just constantly different things that come in a pint. Yeah. Well, he recently bought another car as well. He recently bought a 4x4. Oh, bought yes. an extra. And I'm like, he's like, what can I get for that? I was like, somewhat bigger. Get jugs. I'm like, no, 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 don't get jugs. And he's like, what about cans? I was like, still kind of no. Schooners. So I, for my car, I'm thinking about getting one because I found one for 500. What, a license plate for 500? Yeah. What is it? Spooky. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah. But. Okay. Yes. Getting it in like Japanese with the JDM plates. So oh. it says, Supuki. <laughs> <laughs> Because if that's not a stupid joke, that's worth the money. <laughs> right? Right? Nicer. <laughs> we did look to see if 69 nice is available. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> you are children. But also, yeah. I do exactly this thing with fucking websites. Like, Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, I buy them on a whim and then just do something stupid with them. What's your best website, Mike? Isittoearlytostartdrinking.com. It's which really good. is still a functioning website. I, I've used howgoodischeese.com quite a lot recently. Yes, that, or is that it howgoodis.cheese? I don't know. That that was largely the inspiration yeah. for Is It Too Early to Start Drinking? Uh, my favorite one of all of those websites still is thatcherdeadyet.com. <laughs> and it just says, yes, now. 
Oh. And I think I'm pretty certain for a while, for about six weeks after the death, it just said yes in big letters and then smaller tiny in brackets, the bitch. (laughs) Which I'm like, yeah, fucker. That's pretty good. Um, (laughs) Got any beer news though? Uh, Got any non-stupid expenditure related news? Oh no, beer news. Yeah. Um, So I was in Canberra. uh, Cansborough? A couple of weeks ago? A week ago. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I was in Canberra recently. Uh, and I was up there for sport, so I didn't really have a lot of time to visit breweries, but a couple of my favorites are up there, mm-hmm. being Capital and Bent Spoke. Capital was the only one I actually managed to get to. Um, I'd like to add as well, probably two of the best breweries in the country. Yes. Yeah. I think, yeah, I would, I would like, definitely agree with that. For, for like quality of just core range. Yes. Which we've talked about a bit before, about being something yeah. that's underrated. Yeah. So we, um, so basically like on the on the last night, you know, a bunch of the people that I was up there with had had finished their their sport for the weekend. We still had another night to just kind of like hang out. Um, so I took a car full down to uh, the Capital Brewery, mm-hmm. and we came back all with a bunch of beers. A bunch of those came back to Melbourne with me. A bunch of them went in my stomach while I was in Canberra. Excellent. Uh, Did you have one in the brewery while you were there? I had a taster. Nice. Tap room uh, nice? Yeah. No, it's huge. It's great. Yeah, fair play. Actually, it's such a sick venue. Um, but they were doing, I think it's a... Finally, a, a reason to go to Canberra. Yes, I think uh, it's called a crawler, a takeaway can oh, yeah, that, yeah, they, yeah. that they fill off the tap. Oh, yeah, you showed me this. It this was a mad. 960 milliliter can. Yeah, sick as. And it was. It had like the sick design on it. There's a post on the on the Instagram account with it. Um, oh, that's right, yeah. It's got like this really I nice design. I it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was just such a sick thing because like all the stuff they have for their, for their takeaways is just like their core range. Uh, they had their new sour, I think it's called Trop Pop. Which is actually oh, quite I've, nice. I've not seen that. It's quite nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got it was a Crake IPA, I think. It's yep. called like Viking Scream or something rad like that. Um, my understanding is it's pronounced Kriak. Okay. So I got almost a liter of that in, Could a, be wrong. in a can um, straight off the tap. So fresh as fuck. You crack it? I had it that night. Yeah, fair play. It was so good. Did, did you pour it into a glass or did you just like no, hold I, this massive no, can? So like all a four ledge? of us that went down, we all got one of these crawlers and we all drank it straight out of the can that night fuck yes bro. it was it was very good because like everyone was kind of like you know setting up opening their first couple of drinks and then i'd gone and <laughs> you four rock up <laughs> no basically uh so i went i went and had a shower and then i came back out and everyone's like you know got their party uniforms on or whatever and then i just i pull out this one big can and just open it and just like all right i'm ready <laughs> like cheers bro i'll drink to that yeah <laughs> amazing i love it it was a good time yeah phenomenal stuff yeah, yeah so shout out to capital brewery for just being sick yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah. yeah i do love capital brewery yeah they are capital yes yeah how about you you were very busy this weekend i must say well this weekend was an unmitigated explosion um <laughs> have i have we recorded since i went on holiday two weeks it's been two weeks yes yeah, so it would have been yeah would have been two weeks ago that i was on holiday yeah um, yeah, because the episode came out while I was away. So I went to Forest for a few days with my new partner. Yes, he did. And uh, Forest Brewery, fantastic. Found out that the guy who runs Forest Brewery um, <laughs> spent about, I think he said 10 years in a town, 10 minutes from my home in the UK. So he's, he's like, where are you from in the UK? It's like, oh, um, how well do you know it? He goes, you still live in Loughborough. And I nearly spat my food at him. Um <laughs> They have a really good system there with the whole, like, all their spent grain and hops goes to cows and pigs to feed nice. them. That They then go onto their tables. Okay. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and I had a breakfast, which had a lot of bacon, but mm. it also had two big chunks of beer maple glazed pork belly. Fuck me. Mike, it was like nothing I've ever tasted. Oh. Me and Kate have been talking about it ever since. Oh, my God. Mate. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so, so Forrester had a little tasting paddle for breakfast. Hectic, but great. Yeah. All and right. then um, this weekend, I was at uh, Brewer's Feast. Mm. But it's been a bit of a weekend because I had first work drinks on Friday. Yep. Which obviously went off. Yeah. Brewer's Feast during the day and then a 30th birthday in the evening. On the Saturday? Yeah. Wow. And then yesterday afternoon, I had to go for a couple of pints to make myself feel less like I was going to die, obviously. Yeah, naturally. Um, so I've been, I assume, bleeding alcohol today. Like, mm. uh, it's been a rough one. I'm hoping this can will be the last until next. I think I might even go till Saturday because I've got a divorce party on Saturday. Oh, delightful. So, <laughs> but I had some really nice beers. The Brewer's Feast was fantastic. We had some really great, great stuff there. Um, 
I, uh, Wolf of the Willows were uh, fantastic. I think I think that mm. was the one that I said was uh, my beer of the whole thing. But I had um, oh um, Hop Hen, who I don't know, but they're out in Lilydale. Oh, okay. I had a couple of their beers. Yeah. Uh, I had a Dolce de Leche Nitro Stout. Ooh. Mate, it was that sounds good. Ludicrous. Yeah. Um, it was just there was just really great beers all day there. It was just fantastic, and it was a really nice day for it. Yes. Um, so no complaints. Brewers Feast once again turns to be a banger. And mm-hmm. really sorry you couldn't make it down. You are in the process of doing one of everyone's least favorite things in the world, which is um, slaughtering your firstborn. Uh, what? Um, moving house. Yes. This will actually be the last episode of Haybrew we record in this very building. Oh. Or unless. <laughs> I mean, I do have the lease until the end of May. Just use it for a recording studio <laughs> for no reason. It's the most bougie thing I could do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, was about, I was about to start talking about um, logistics of the next episode. I was like, oh, you know, yeah. like, what what is one of these uninteresting things to hear about on the podcast? Yeah. Um, I did forget to mention, however, uh, the trip to Canberra, we drove up and back. Oh, yeah. Like a good seven hour drive. But on the way up, stopped in Beechworth for lunch at oh, yes, Bridge Road Brewers. How was that? Fucking sick. Yeah. The Beechworth pe- is meant to be lovely as well. Yeah. No, it's a really nice town. Um, the. Yeah, Bridge, Bridge Road actually have a huge range that I have just never seen because I don't think a lot of it gets that far out of there. Um, but their pizzas that they have, mm-hmm. oh, they're good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, wor- it's worth it. Like if you happen to be in the area, it's, it's a bit of a drive just to go there. Um, if you happen to be going past it or near it, it's it's worth the stop. Yeah, right. Um, Might have to have a look into that. Yeah, I'd recommend booking though. Like we were, we were there at like... I don't know, just after 12, and it was actually quite hard to find a table. Pumping. It was on a Thursday, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, it's public school holidays, right? It? it was, yeah. 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 But even still. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a great sign. That is yeah. a very regional brewery yeah. being supported. Yeah, and they've got a f- decent amount of space. I did when I, w- <laughs> I did get a bit uh, shafted when I was going to buy a beer, though, because they had, like, one person uh, operating the taps, and there was one guy up at the bar who had apparently ordered three tasting paddles. And when I say paddles, it was more like 10 beers in it on yep. this like weird little holding tray. And so the guy was like pouring out three times 10 tasters, racking them all up. And that took a good like 10 minutes. So we were very lucky when we were in Forest because we were the only people in the brewery because who goes to a brewery for breakfast? You do. Correct. Yeah. Um, and I was talking to the guy and I was like, only a pain in the ass I realized, but can I get the, the eight taster paddle? And he's like... Don't worry, that is not a pain in the ass. What's a pain in the ass is when it's middle of the season, loads of people are here, and a mountain bike group comes in, and there's 10 of them, and they're like, uh, 10 tasting paddles, please. Yes. And he's just like, can you order something else? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you just order, can you just order like eight pints, and I will just, you just taste them each. Yeah. Like, all right. Just order one small beer, and then work your way up from there. Yeah. Wusses. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one child's beer, please. <laughs> one pot, please. Get out. <laughs> no need for people like you. That Simpsons reference. All right, all right. It's the busiest drinking day of the year. Where are your designated drivers? Uh, here we are. All right, beat it. I got no time for cheapskates. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, and I think with that, should we move on to the the good stuff today's beer let's do it up yes this uh, is a you episode which i had a horrible crisis on the way over i was like i'm pretty sure the last episode was mine yes it was good yeah <laughs> um otherwise, otherwise i'm busking it yes well that'd be no we, we can't do that we've talked about that before we just don't, don't know how easy it'll be anyway this beer uh came back with me from canberra it is from capital brewing canberra uh yes <laughs> uh it is their rock hopper ipa um, now I've had this one before. I'm a big fan. Yeah, um, I've had it too. It's very, it, very good. Didn't it have a monster truck on it before? It used to. And I remember when we were first planning the show, I had on the list, I think, Rock Hopper and Monster Trucks as an idea. Now, Damn you, Capital Brewing. Well, now they've changed the art so that it's a what looks like a bear standing on top of a hop plant that is kind of meant oh, to be yeah. the, I meant to be the mountains. That's meant, good. Well, it's yeah. meant to be the mountain. Yeah. But, uh, um, I mean, yeah. feel free to cut this bit out if you're like, and today we're going to talk about monster trucks. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm blagging it. <laughs> oh. I'm just I'm just getting into it. Because we've got we to gotta pour these bad boys and get to drinking. Oh, yeah. Just thinking of the, the drinking time. When the sun hits this spot, we can start drinking. <laughs> I think about that a lot. 
You ever hear the phrase, when the sun goes out of the yard arm? What? It was something my granddad used to say all the time, and it basically was, well, the day's over, it's time to drink. When the sun goes out of the yard arm? Goes over the yard arm. It was some, like, old-school measurement for, like, it's basically like a sundial equivalent. Is this the, the time-telling equivalent of, I get 40 rods to the hog's head, and that's the way I likes it? Yes. Yeah. I, what is that from? Yeah, that's the Simpsons. <laughs> it's like... Uh, Grandpa Simpson complained the metric system is a tool of the devil. He's like, my car gets 40 rods to the hog's head and that's the way I likes it. Yeah. Which I worked out. I like did a, uh, a conversion calculator thing. I didn't work this out. I don't know what a rod or a hog's head is, obviously. No. But it's like uh, three miles to the gallon or something. Oh, that's not good. No. Not good at all. All right. Well. That looks delicious. It does, doesn't it? It looks really good. Yes. Oh, no, that's not good. I, hang on. Okay, the way I put it down, my hand was shaking immeasurably, and I think it was just the way I moved my hand. Okay. You're good. No, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, no. No, no shakes here anyway. Mm. Cheers. Oh, it's just really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that West Coast IPAs are having a real big resurgence. I mean, we should say that this is this is one. Yeah. Bef- yeah. Before. <laughs> but unrelated, this is a sour. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, it is... It is uh, a bit of a, a bit of a West Coast IPA, so bit of a wee Westy, very very kind of piney. Mm. Like the hops are definitely yeah present. <laughs> it's that flavor. Yeah, got that tropical flavors without being like really kind of like cloying and sweet, like a lot of hazies. Yes, I, you know, I think I'm done with hazies for a bit. I think I can just live without them for a bit. I'm yeah. I'm done with the fact that every deeds and um, garage project brews are big hazy double yeah. oak creams. I, I, I'm just I, a bit like, all right, fine. I think I'm gonna stop buying the monthly fresh. IPA from Garage because all they are is hazies and it does start to all blend. I just I want them to do something else. Just, anyway, yeah. This anyway, beer, this beer, this beer is yes. not a hazy, although no. it is a little hazy, but it is just a nice sort of toffee colored, um, yeah, delicious, yeah, like earthy, piney as you say, a little bit of fruit flavored. Yeah, I think, not too I think bitter. Like the the word I usually use to describe Capital and what they put out, and it's not at all scientific, but it's clean. Like there's just something about it that yeah. it's simple. They they just they make really good beers, and I think maybe they are sort of like environmentally conscious. Maybe that's where that is coming from. But um, maybe. yeah, they're just just fucking good beers. Yeah, it's just um, they're just it, it, it's really like refreshing. Yes, like there's nothing about this that like sometimes when you drink a big IPA, you're like or stuck in my mouth. Like when you have a really big stout or something. Yeah, or, or, like, or even like some of the more I guess, bold flavored West coast IPAs. Like you almost have to work your way through them yeah. with how strong that flavor can be. This, this is 6.1%. Mm. It is alarmingly crushable. Yes. Like you could just smash through these. Yeah. Like I've taken two gulps and I've taken two large gulps. Yeah. I mean, there's a fair bit of head that came out of that can, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but, but yeah, it's just really nice, fresh. Yes like you say clean tasting ipa i think it's one of those beers as well that if you're not a big uh craft beer fan and someone's like oh do you want to try something a bit different and they gave you this you wouldn't be like this is too complicated and too much for me yeah it's it's not too far away from i guess more conventional yeah. traditional styles like it, it it's probably the it's not even the next step but like a half step up from something like xpa or stone and wood yep or even something like cooper's Pale. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's it's definitely got the hop flavor, but it's not super mm. powerful. It's not it's not a it's not a beer festival beer. No, it's not. It's almost for one better word, not exciting enough. But mm. we've we've been saying a lot. And yeah, and it comes up a fair bit on the podcast. Is like sometimes you just need a good beer. Yeah, and they, um, I, I think this really is. Actually, we're, we're out getting food in Canberra, and I tried their their lager. I think it's called Summit. Oh yeah, very good as well. Yeah, right. Um, I think their core range is only like six beers. But when we went to the brewery, when we went to the brewery, they had something like a dozen different taps. Man, I'm so interested in that. Yeah, were there any good uh, limited stuff on that you tried? Yeah, the so that that one that I got the, the big sour. the big can. Oh, of, the big can. Yeah, um, yeah. Trop Trop Pop, uh, I think, is just like a a seasonal sour okay. that they're doing. Um, they've actually just brought back the Hang Loose New England IPA, Blood Orange Nipper. Oh, that that was really tasty. It actually. is really good, but it's now back in as part of their core range. Nice. I'm um, glad to see so that. So I got some more of that because I'm just I'm just a big fan of that too. Yeah. Sick ass. Um yeah, C- Capital for me similar to Garage Project in terms of like if they put something out I'm probably going to buy it. Yeah, that's fair. Cuz it's just they just do 
Yeah. They have a very high bar. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. Um, and as I said, there's no other reason you should go to Canberra. It's full of pricks. Um, yeah, pretty much. So go there for Capital and Bent Spoke and um, then leave. Yeah. Or you go know, to Quimbian. I mean, you could just order their beers online. Yeah, do that. That do also that. works. Support them. Yeah. Although, like I said, the stuff on site at Capital, I'd never seen before from them. Yeah. So it is it's kind of worth it. But it's also their brewery. The brewery's cool as well. Well, the brewery's also in this weird like industrial park almost. Yeah, it's in Fishwick, isn't it? Yes, but also like next to a fucking gin distillery. So oh, you, no. So you could have a pretty good time, but it's also nowhere near anything. So you have to drive. That's what I was going to tell you. Uh, mountain goats start making their own gin and there's whiskey on the way. That's hopped gin. That is dangerous news. Yeah. And there's now a gin distillery opposite Mountain Goats. There are, there has been for a while. Brogan's Way. Yeah. I, called. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that was there. I've been down there for ages. Oh, I've, I've seen it more because like I've walked to the Roy a few yeah, times. Yeah. And oh, it's yeah. Just, Kate, Kate's it's just Connors and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Rad. Um, I, don't, I don't really have much more to say about the beer. No, it's a good beer. Um, yeah. It's, it's really solid. It's yeah. Very enjoyable. <laughs> go, um, go get it. Yeah. I thought you were going to say go capital. Go team. It <laughs> ah, sounds like I'm cheering for capitalism, and I'm not about to do that. No, just just like go funding, like go seed capital, <laughs> go money, yes, <laughs> go, go banana capital. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes, shall we get to the story? Yeah, you uh, fill me full of knowledge. <laughs> Boy, will I stuff me with knowledge, make me airtight with knowledge. So, for today's pairing with the Rock Hopper, uh, we're going to talk about some hikers. Oh, in particular, a hiking accident from 1936. Oh, good! It's Mike telling another story of people dying in the wilderness. Yeah, but <laughs> you tell a few of those. But this one has the incredible name, which is kind of why I picked it. Wait, Mount Anus? <laughs> no disaster. No. Okay. You, you want to keep going, or you want me to just tell you? <laughs> There's infinite possibilities, so maybe just tell me. Mostly butt related. Um, no, this one is referred to, and this is translated from German. It is referred to as the Englishman's misfortune. That is very quaint. Annoyingly, the Wikipedia page was titled English Calamity, which I think is a much better name. That's <laughs> way better. Wait, what year was this? 1936. What the fuck were the English doing marching in Germany in 1936? Well, I had to check because I wasn't sure, but World War II didn't start till 39. Well, no, I know that, but it must have been a weird time to just be like an Englishman in Germany. Yeah, oh. no, I suppose we were fine back then. Well, just you wait. Oh, Lord. So, <laughs> uh, we're, we're around Easter 1936, a group of students from Strand School, a grammar school from South London. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're on a trip to the Black Forest in yep. Germany. Delicious gattos. Not so much in, in this. It didn't come up. They might have, but it didn't come <laughs> up. I assume why they were there. Yeah. Um, oh, no. There were 27 students, uh, all boys, ranging from 12 to 17 years old. Hmm. They were okay. accompanied by just one adult, a 27-year-old teacher named Kenneth Keast. I, I like already that his name is Kenneth Keast. Yeah. Or double K. Yeah. Keezy. I, I don't want to know what his middle name is, just in case. Uh, this was... <laughs> it's Carlton, but they spell it with a K just to fuck with people. Oh, no. Uh, this was apparently not an official school trip, uh, but one oh, organized privately so by Mr. Keast uh, using a travel agency. Do you think the boys called him the Keister? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not going in that direction. I'll, I'll tell Isn't you now. It? No, it's going in a much different. How many boys? Tw- uh, 27. 27 boys, one adult. Yes. I've seen that movie. I haven't. Okay. But just, just <laughs> for the uh, CSIRO, who, no, CSIRO, ASIO, who obviously monitor these kind of things. CSIRO, fucking climate science. <laughs> well, it's just a science agency, isn't it? CSIRO. Yeah. But I mean, maybe they're helping ASIO. Maybe. Collaborators. Yes. Uh <laughs> Anyhow, uh, they arrived in Germany, uh, more specifically Freiburg, um, sort of where they where they came into uh, on April 16th, uh, with the first part of their five-day hike beginning the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the planned route uh, was a little over 20 kilometers and involved an ascent of over 1,000 meters. See, I was about to say 20 kilometers like, is not that bad. Like, no, but, that's a decent but when hike, you're involving a yeah, one-kilometer yeah. one up, as Beast, well, that is, and a lot of the hikers like sort of you know switchbacks going back and forth to get up. In my head, no, it's an exact gradient of twenty kilometers to one kilometer. So oh, it's like two percent gradient. They're just like fuck it, be sucks. fine. Um, what? One kilometer up over twenty kilometers, you'd be fine. You're only climbing fifty meters per kilometer. Yeah, but then you won't get 
Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, you, you you're derailing me here. Yeah, I'm also That's, checking my maths. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> um, even even if you know, even if you took experienced hikers in, uh, it was it was a tough hike. Uh, now, take into account the inexperience of the group and the lack of adequate equipment, uh, as I think best evidenced by this quote from The Guardian, uh, Keith noted that some of, the, some of his boys, who wore shorts, Macintoshes, and even sandals, rather than, inappro- that rather than appropriate gear for hiking through snowy mountains, were, be- were beginning to find the going tough. You're fucking not kidding! Yeah, uh, oh, Macintoshes I had to check up as like a light raincoat yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's what the computers known after because they originally were supplied with a sort of light waterproofing. Really? No. 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 <laughs> I, I had so. a moment there where you had that very split second of being like, huh, no. No, <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, yeah, so like I said, uh, experienced hikers and also people local to the area uh, considered their intended route challenging. Uh, even without the snowfall that had been coming in during the the time sort of before and leading up to when they were arriving. At least, at least with the Atlov Pass, everyone was fairly competent. I almost did that story. Almost. But this one was All right. a, All little right. bit, a little bit uh, shorter and also harder to find information on. And again, I'm, I'm like foreshadowing myself so much here, but <laughs> because, we'll get to it. Because that's the end of it. No. <laughs> Push the iPad away. <laughs> Just throw it out the window. <laughs> um, so Keith had been warned a couple of times about the weather, but... Uh, by people in the area but his response was uh, and i quote the english are used to sudden changes in the weather do you know i i I almost interrupted you and said like was his quote something like listen here you german namby pambies we can handle this even if you can't and then it turns out the answer was correct well it's key to note that keist had an open dislike of germans uh so you can get an idea of why he might not want their advice Uh, i'm gonna go um two things here one, fair, especially at the time. Mm. And now, nah, it's the French now. Yeah, uh, that's always been the French. It's always on. the French. And two, um, I don't think the Germans get to give people advice on whether or not they should be dealing with cold weather, be- cold weather better <laughs> after not one, not two, but three wars they lost in Russia. I mean, this was before World War Two, so they lost two wars before that in Russia. Yeah, okay. I mean, one of them was Prussians, but <laughs> the other one was World War One. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Idiots. Uh, so he stubbornly led the group on, and with the snow falling pretty heavily, they eventually became lost. Who would have thought? Uh, again, more advice to stop or turn back, and more stubborn perseverance from Keist. So they kept going. Uh, they passed two woodcutters as well as the local postman. Uh, who all either told them to go a different way or offered to take them back to their own shelter, but again, Keith declined at every opportunity. Oh, man. I feel like this Englishman's about to meet some misfortune. Boy, howdy. Uh, <laughs> this Englishman and 27 children he mysteriously took into the wilderness. Yes. Uh, another, I'm running with the pedo route, by the way. Okay. Another small example of uh, the poor planning involved, uh, the map Keith had of the area uh, that he got from the travel agency, I think, um, was in one to one hundred thousand scale. Which just looking at it, it's like make out point. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> Sodomy Hill. Their sex shack. <laughs> sex cauldron. <laughs> I thought they shut that place down. <laughs> Dust fucking wagon. <laughs> fucking spell F U C H E N. Ah. We are children. Uh, uh, anyway, Keith would have loved this. One, one to a hundred thousand scale, basically meaning they could see major routes, uh, but not the gradient of the terrain or any of the other smaller parts. You say one to a hundred thousand? Yeah, this is like a map of the entirety of Germany. Yeah, probably. It's like, oh, there's a mountain here. We're here. That's. You know, <laughs> I guess we'll head towards it. Yeah, um, this led to Keith failing to realize that between them and their destination, uh, they would have had to go up and over the steepest ridge in the area. Christ. They ended up... So you say into Luxembourg. No, they ended up having to take a route up to a 70% gradient. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. So that's, you know, for every one meter horizontal, that's 0.7 meters vertical, that which is, is almost 45 degrees. <laughs> that is... And also snowy as fuck. Yeah. Like genuinely, I can't even imagine traversing that. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, the first from the group to collapse 
was 14-year-old Jack Alexander Eaton, uh, the school's boxing champion, wouldn't you know? Hmm. Uh, Keist's response, he gave him an orange, some cake, and told him to buck up. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, was it Kendall Mint Cake? It's really it, popular. None of, none of the sources I read so said... Says, Poor planning, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why, why don't you know what kind of cake he had? <laughs> Look, man, there was literally there was a Wikipedia page. There was like a a huge article from the Guardian in 2016 yeah, right. going into the the history of the whole thing. It's actually like way longer than much of the detail this of podcast will be. Well, yeah, um, but yeah, Fuck that that's not the Hebrew but way. There, but there also wasn't that much about it outside of those sources. No, no, I can imagine. I've never even heard of this. No, um, they continued on uh, with those that could no longer stand being carried in turns by the others. Jesus. Yeah. It, like, I don't mean to side with the Germans ever, but uh-huh. when the first one collapses, you're like, oh, well, that's not great. Maybe we should turn back. Mm. When the second one goes down, you're like, okay, no, actually, this is fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's one, you could be like, look, maybe they're not feeling well. Yeah, maybe they should have brought their hiking sandals. Yeah, yes. Not the schoolyard variety. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, when they reached the top of the ridge, they were completely exposed to the snowstorm that had developed and were at below freezing temperatures. Yeah. Uh, at this point, if they had gone west once they reached the ridge, there was a station for sort of the top station of a cable car line. Uh, which would have been adequate shelter. Instead, due to absolutely fucked visibility from the fog and the storm, uh, they kept on with their heading towards the town of Hofsgrund, uh, in, which was south of where they were. This would have involved a 250-meter descent, again dealing with sloping terrain covered in snow. Uh, they quickly lost their bearings on the southeast of the mountain, and with daylight fading, they began to run. The storm pushed them towards the east. Christ. So... It's basically like they've gone over this mountain. The town is actually in front of them with the direction they were heading, and, and they basically just took a hard left and ran. Oh, my Like, God. it's a bit reductive, but that's kind of what they've done. Yeah. yeah. Um, Again, it's the Hebrew way. Yeah, so they're obviously, like, struggling through these conditions. Uh, and then it, I think it's, like, 6.37 at night by this point, and the evening church bells from the town below somehow cut through the storm, oh. and, and the group manages to hear that. Uh, indicating which way. Oh, the it's de- nice them to get to know the time. Yeah, but also the time of death. It indicated which way, which direction their destination actually was. Yeah. Um, and now that they had descended low enough to get under the fog, they could see the lights from the town. Uh, it's just, it's just <laughs> what the fuck? That noise makes it sound like it's not going to get any better. It's it's kind of not. Um, so Keith sent two boys towards the town uh, with most of the others on the slopes trying to keep each other alive. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> it, took, it took the boys that he sent about an hour to reach a farm near the town and get help. By then it was about 8 p.m. Right, I just want to say I no longer feel like PE in the winter in the UK was that bad. That's, like, yeah. it wasn't great, but like, yeah. you know. This is actually uphill both ways in the snow. Is that a... It was just like, you know, your parents said, oh, you've got it so hard. I used to walk to school uphill yeah. both ways in okay. the snow. I wanted to just make sure that I was like <laughs> not, I wanted to make sure that that was just an idiom and I wasn't being an absolute maniac and was like, you can't walk anywhere uphill both ways. I mean, I guess if you're like. No. Escher's staircase? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you, I guess if you naturally lean forward as a human. <laughs> you're not you going no uphill. toes. Yeah, you're not going uphill necessarily. Nah. Anyway. You're just real drunk. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's about 8 p.m. by this point. Uh, the farmer that the boys found gathered some other locals and they headed out on skis up the mountain to to begin rescuing the group. It's a bad um, sign when the locals have to ski up to yeah. get you. Uh, it took them until about 11.30 at night to recover the entire group. Christ alive. Uh, a doctor who just happened to be staying in the area uh, looked after the, the more serious cases among the group. Uh, but police and ambulances couldn't reach the town before 1 a.m. due to the road conditions and the due, storm. Due to the fact there was a massive fucking snowstorm. Yeah, basically. Christ. Uh, so this is where we start, I guess, wrapping up and leading into some of the more weird parts of this. Oh, I thought you were going to start leading into the casualty list. And I was like, oh, no. Well, I'd, I've left the names out, but five students did lose their lives uh, yeah. during this, with four of them unable to be revived that night and yep. being declared dead basically in the town. But one of them was like, I think they got him back to a hospital and he then passed away there. Christ alive. Yeah. Um, 
So the, this, this next part shouldn't come as a surprise, but the whole thing led to an investigation of what went wrong. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> now, I'm not a parliamentarian. Yes. But um, this dickhead was born, he said, drawing a big, <laughs> big circle around fucking Kenneth. Yes. Kenneth Keast, yes. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah. So Investigation. What went wrong? Fuckhead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it started out when uh, we trusted him with the lives of 27 children. Yes. Yeah. Fuck me running. Yeah. Or uh, walking up a hill. Yes. So Keast claimed the route they had planned was considered a day trip um, by people in the area. And the snowstorm was apparently the worst to hit the area in 40 years. That was his defense, essentially. Oh, is yeah. it true? Because I was uh, like, that sucks. Could be. But that's also, like, so not the point. I mean... <sighs> yeah. He, w- he was very much told off uh, for the number of... Yeah, no shit. For the number of kids to... That died. To, well, more like the ratio of kids to adult. That shouldn't have happened. Um, not adapting to the situation quickly enough, which you mentioned, like, one kid drops. That should be your red flag. Yeah. Or indeed at all. Yeah. Uh, and not looking after the group well enough, including, you know, the lack of planning and the like poor response to an emergency situation it's always a black mark on a trip when you've got five dead kids at the end of it yeah depending on what kind of trip you are i suppose isn't it um if it's a trip to the child slaughterhouse (laughs) then you kind of expect it that's that's entry price it's a poor ratio yeah (laughs) your kd ratio is well off (laughs) just amateurs no we can't do this um so perhaps the more interesting part is how this then became part of the nazi propaganda machine Okay, just very quickly before we go into that. Yes. One, I did not anticipate it was going to take this this yeah. route, even yeah. though I was kind of yeah. leaning that way a little bit. Yeah. But two, I also love that just then you drew the line of exactly where Hebrew will go and the murdering of children as some kind of, <laughs> I don't know, like... Joke. Mm, pastime. Was, that was the line. You're like, yeah. mm, no. Well, no, because like this actually happened, though. Yeah. We were just talking hypothetical of child yeah, murder. Okay. Um so yeah, this this was ahead of the Berlin Olympics, uh, and Germany wanted to present themselves as strong but kind. So they were like, "Listen, our cross country skiers are significantly better than the British team." Look, <laughs> it's I mean it's close to that. Oh um, God, there are, there are, why am I surprised the Nazis did it bad? Yeah, <laughs> are we the baddies? Um, so their official story basically ran with Keith's claims of the unforeseeable disaster. Uh, while flavoring it with stories of the heroic teacher and the rescuers. Um, so just, you know, real cult of the dead sort of stuff. Um, Wait, so they made out that, he, that the teacher was a hero? Yes. Keith was a hero? Yep. Is Keith a German name or something? No. Um, the the Hitler Youth erected a sculpture... I didn't expect as, the sentence to be no. the Hitler Youth. <laughs> the Hitler Youth actually erected a sculpture as part of this. Uh, the, they love a good statue. The Englander Denkmal, or Monument to Englishmen. What are you looking up? Oh, you're fine. All right. Um, the the rescued students were actually, you know, after, like basically a day or two after, uh, were taken to Freiburg, so where they where they had come from, uh, following the incident where the Hitler Youth basically distracted them with what is called a leisure program. So I guess it's like, oh, we'll play some sports. And it wasn't until the next day that they found out a bunch of their classmates had died. All right. I'm, I'm not done. No, I'm you just want me trying, to keep going? I, I do. I just think <laughs> the best way to phrase this, like, yeah. that's awful nice of the Hitler Youth. A phrase I never Fuck. thought I'd hear myself <laughs> say. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so <laughs> the Germans also oversaw their return journey to England, the transfer of the dead, uh, and also included a personal wreath from Hitler himself. A third wreath. Maybe just the one. Um, oh, come on. That wasn't a bad pun. I, I just skipped no, right over it. I know, but I feel like we've got to be careful with how many Hitler jokes we get in here. <laughs> I don't want that to be you, our brand. You've got the wrong co-host. Yeah, maybe you're right. Um, <laughs> don't want that to be our brand. Yeah, because normally most episodes are very <laughs> Hitler heavy. <laughs> very Reichy today. Um, oh, capital Brewing Reichhopper. <laughs> I don't know. Reichstaffer. No. Oh. Uh, so if this episode isn't called very nice of the Hitler, <laughs> I, I cannot get that because that'll show up on our website. It'll be part of the SEO. Can't have that. Yeah, but it's a growing market. Oh, fuck. Off. Like if we do want to <laughs> increase subs. 
until they listen to one of the other episodes where no. you're like, fuck cops, fuck Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So <laughs> we don't know enough right wing baiting on this show. Fuck. I don't want to. I don't want to talk to them. Um, can I please just finish this? Uh, That's what he said. Yes. Uh, and by he, I mean Hitler. <laughs> and by this, I mean, well, you know where that's going. <laughs> you have to right, stop. Now I'm done. Okay. Uh, there were more the- media theatrics as part of this whole show of, I guess, being a favorable nation. Uh, but you get the idea. It was actually very it's a short-lived theory of theirs, wasn't it? It's like, yeah. why don't we look like the good guys for the next two and a half yeah. years? Um, at the time, it was actually like kind of convenient for both nations um, because they had a pretty strange relationship. Who would have thought? Uh, I would describe the last hundred years of British-German relations yeah. as being quite, quite weird. Um, so yeah, Germany was able to look like a benevolent state while England was pleased that Germany didn't blame the English teacher for the whole debacle. <laughs> So they were just like, all right, we'll just call it even. <laughs> Meanwhile, five parents don't have their children return home. And they're like, actually, we've got a couple of questions. Like, shh, madam, sir. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing, because it then became part of the propaganda. I think that's why some of the stories are so hard to find, is because the official Ooh. story basically has come from records of the area. Quite a lot of purging going on. Yeah. It's basically just, here's the official story. Fuck off. Also, I do understand your unwillingness to go searching through, <laughs> mm. I need more information about this. Yeah. Well, this website says Nazi history. I don't, yeah. I'm good. No. What's this one? Reich News. Oh, for God's no. sake. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up by talking about Jack Eaton, the father of one of the deceased students. Wait, was that a boxing guy's dad? Yeah. So there was Jack Alexander Eaton. His dad's name was just listed as Jack Yeah, it really Eaton. confused me with that. that cause yes. I was like, the, that, the boxing guy, and you're like, his dad. It's like, back to the future situation. He's his own dad. Yeah. Um, back to the future was just going back and trying to fuck his own mum. Yeah, it was a bit. Yeah. Anyway, so Jack Eaton didn't buy the official story. Uh, he went so far as to go to the area in Germany himself, uh, trace the route, interview folks, basically just reconstructing the whole thing. Fuck, I love this. This yeah. is Zodiac shit. Yeah, he then put out a written statement trying to uh, basically imploring people to bring Keist to justice uh, for his part in all of it, while also blaming the tour operator um, and the, the the school management at the same time. I, yeah, yeah, hundred percent on the Eaton side. Yeah, because Keist essentially got out of the whole thing scot free. It sounds like it. Yeah, like there wasn't really any repercussions for him. Like he went to, I think he moved schools, ended up teaching somewhere else. Um, Boo hoo! Yeah, like he was just kind of fine. It was kind of sad, actually. Um, Sorry, Keith, your 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 position at this grammar school is terminated. I'm afraid you're going to move to a standard private school. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he basically got away with it, and Jack Eaton wasn't having that. Yeah. Um, he basically never let him live it down. Was kind of just like dogging him for a while. Yeah, fuck with yeah. It. Um, dogging in the UK means a very different thing. I know it does, uh, and I regret saying that. Um, <laughs> but it was basically just a pain in his ass for a while. That's a poor choice of words after the dogging comment, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, Fair a enough. phrase we get to use very rarely on this show. Yeah, good. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Unfortunately. Oh. Uh, this kind of got the better of Jack Eaton in the end. Uh, died in a snowstorm on the side of a mountain. He died in a psychiatric hospital. Oh, that's so much sadder. Yeah. It, it, he basically just never recovered mentally from the whole thing. And yeah. Yeah. Who'd have thought that the most depressing bit was not the Nazis? No. Um, and that is the story of the, and I'll get this in German because I keep doing this to myself, the Englander Ungluck. Ungluck. Somebody looked at me. I can't even read it from here. No, it's it's umlauts. It's confusing. Englander umluk, uh, or the Englishman's misfortune. Nice. I like the English calamity. English calamity it's is a, a funny pretty name. good, pretty good name. The English calamity is what I'm going to refer to as Bre- Brexit as from now on. Yeah, good. Yeah, I was there for the English calamity. Thankfully, I was in a different country, so I wasn't there. But you know, I remember it. I was around. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, not in a like you weren't there, man, kind of way. But you know, <laughs> yeah, wasn't um. um well, Mike, it's really nice for you to bring us another tale of innocent people dying in the cold and the wet. What was the last one? The 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 the, the airplane crash in Antarctica, That's and then right. before that, we had when someone bombed the uh, Rainbow Warrior. 
That's still a good episode, though. That's my favorite episode. Yeah. It's a really funny episode. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know where to go with that. <laughs> and, that and that's the way we end the episode. It was a really funny episode. Anyway, tune in for more really funny episodes <laughs> in the past. <laughs> um, Jesus. I, like, I, the whole thing was kind of depressing. Yeah. But I was okay. I wasn't... I was about to say I was okay with the five kids dying. That's not really the phrase I want to end mm. that on. But I was, like, not over it. But then, like, to top it all off, old man's... Old mate's old man dying in a psychiatric hospital because he never got over the death of his son and the mm. and the guy getting away with it. Mm. Like, that seems like the worst part. It kind of is. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I couldn't very well leave it out. Absolutely. Because the other thing is, too, like, none of the other kids' parents really got on board with his protest. Which sucks. That's yeah. not really Sandy Hook, is it? No. It's a weird sentence, Elliot. Yeah, isn't it? But you, you know what I meant. Yeah. And, and if you don't, listener, well... Read a I book. I guess look it up. <laughs> look it up and get sad again. Yeah. Um, shit. You know, normally I like to finish off with like... <laughs> like a fun... A fun question after the Yeah, after a fun hypothetical yeah. question. <laughs> Which mountain would you like to die on the side of? Ooh. Well, that is a good question. I love the fact you didn't just like dismiss that, took it seriously. No, I'm just trying to think of a mountain that, I don't know, has sentimental value or... I think Kilimanjaro would be a good view. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe Fuji. Yeah, that'd be it's rad. very pretty. Fuji's very pretty. Yeah. Um, you'd hate to be like Mount Dandenong. <laughs> um, it's just down the road here. Mount Disappointment. Mount Disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've covered this on the pod before. But that is a mountain in the north of Victoria or just near the South West border. Mm-hmm. And it is so named because uh, the two travelers who, two travelers, two explorers who mm. were, sorry, the two white colonial explorers who were first traversing it, uh, climbed it to see if they could find a water source, got to the top and could not, and were very disappointed. <laughs> so it's called Mount Disappointment. Yes. I uh. think the indigenous word is Mount Suck It. Yeah. Mount, we've got water down here, you fucking idiot. <laughs> that serves you right. <laughs> Mount, get your own land. <laughs> oh, dear. I can't say if that's offensive. What? What we just said. I don't know. Probably. And we're making fun of colonialists. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. We say as two white guys in a country we weren't born in that has a horrible, terrible history with racial discrimination against indigenous people. Anyway, yeah. this isn't fun for the pod. No. Let's talk about the Nazis again. Yeah. More Hitler youth. But- <laughs> ah. So the, the, there is an organization called the Young Conservatives in the UK, which yeah. is, you know, like Young Labour or whatever. Yeah. Um, they were for a while called the Thatcher Youth. Not officially, but like uh-huh. by the media yeah. and stuff, which I think is a very funny name. Yes, it is. Um <laughs> She's come up twice this episode. Yeah, what the hell? The bitch. Um, <laughs> for the record, I have nothing against uh, Margaret Thatcher for being a woman. She was just an asshole. Um, yeah. Anyway. So I've heard. Yeah. I never met her, personally. I'd like to try and do another <laughs> funny question. Like, if you could condemn one politician to death, and it's like, no, that's, no. that is how we get the door kicked yeah, in. Yeah, no, that's... that's That is how we get dogged. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Um, <laughs> if you'd like to share with us your uh, least favorite historical politician who you'd like to see um, fucked in a pub car park. What the um, fuck is this question? This is about dogging again. Um, <laughs> you can contact us on any of our um, social media accounts, which are um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Hey Brew Podcast. That's Hey Brew Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, maybe you think that Gough Whitlam um deserves to have his back doors smashed in while leaning over the front of a rover 75 <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck i kept trying to think of my own one and that one just got me too good <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'd like to see uh, Oh, drop my phone with excitement. Maybe you'd like to see Pitt the Elder um, uh, just just jacking it while watching um, two other couples go at it in uh, 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 just on the back doors of Land Rover. Um, or maybe maybe you have your own politicians that you'd like maybe to see. Maybe you want to see Harold Holt getting that good, good sloppy toppy. Indira Gandhi giving a blowy. Uh, did you say sloppy toppy? Yeah, this podcast has taken a weirder route than ever before. Um I'm dying. To be fair, Harold Holt, I have under good authority that 
he's quite good at going down on people because he can hold his breath for an extended <laughs> period of time. Fuck. <laughs> Harold Holt, uh... keen muff diver. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, I'm about to black out. <laughs> Oh, my dear. <laughs> it would now be a bad time to ask you if we have an email address. Uh, I mean, we do. Um, S- send us photos. You show no, up to politicians being no, fucked in pub car parks. Maybe, maybe don't. don't. Don't do that. Um, uh, what's, your, what's your email address again? No. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> so you can send... You can send it to no, uh, info at CSIRO. <laughs> no. Because they really want to see it. <laughs> Uh, hello at heybrew.zone is where you can send please just wholesome messages at this point I think we've gone off the rails we need help <laughs> spear isn't even strong no it's not I think I just I mentioned Hitler too many times and it activated my trap card or something <laughs> dude I'm underslept you're probably underslept from the move and stuff yeah and the Canberra trip it's all gone a bit Pete Tong I love it um <sighs> If you thought that was anything other than utter, unadulterated grot and Nazis, um, then... Oh, that's... I'd hang like, on, there hang we on. go. I'd like to see Goebbels being force-fucked in the mouth the by just... I don't know. I, I, anyone. If you've made it this far into this episode, I have to stress, it is not normally like this. It really isn't. Um, and, and, and if my mum is still listening to these episodes, I'm really sorry. Um, I think she dropped off like most, but it's fine. All right. Um, leave us some reviews on the podcast things you listen to. Based on another episode, not this one. I don't, I don't trust our chances No, no, here. no. I want specifics from this one. Um, so leave us a five-star review on Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, any of the places you listen to podcasts. Yeah. And we have a website, Mike. We do. It's heybrew.zone. Mm-hmm. It has all of the links to all the things we mentioned. Surprisingly, no mentions of the Hitler Youth, which is good. And if you send us any pictures that like requested, I will beg Mike to host them on there for a short time. I will do no such thing. We can look at them privately and giggle. <laughs> that we will. Um, all right. This has been disgusting, uh, but it's also been an episode of Hey Brew, which, you know, as a Venn diagram. Um, it's a circle. <laughs> I, 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 I've been Elliot. I've been Mike. Cheers. Cheers. It's never like this normally, I promise. (laughs) Um, Title of my sex tape. (laughs) There's a lot of things in there that could have been the awful titles of our sex tapes. English Calamity. (laughs) The Englishman's Misfortune. Goebbels Force Fucked. (laughs) 